Welcome to the official Ronnie Landis podcast show, where you learn to upgrade the human experience through natural nutrition, lifestyle design, and consciousness engineering. This is no ordinary health or personal growth podcast, and Ronnie Landis is definitely no ordinary host. Get ready to receive your upgrade in all you believed was possible, starting now. Aloha, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the official Ronnie Landis podcast show. And as always, I am your host, Ronnie Landis. I am also the founder of the Holistic Health Mastery Program. This is my online holistic nutrition certification course, which is designed to take a student from the basics of natural nutrition all the way to the most cutting-edge areas of integrative health and lifestyle transformation. This program is really unlike anything else that's ever been available on the internet featuring a comprehensive 70-video lesson curriculum, 55 bonus videos, a student community support group, and a monthly live video training with me personally, which is like doing a coaching session with me and hundreds of students from all over the world each and every month. This program has received incredible reviews and feedback from students of all backgrounds and all educational levels, such as the budding health experts and professionals to longtime holistic wellness enthusiasts, all the way to the complete beginner. There seems to be a lot here to offer to virtually everyone who has a keen interest in learning how to optimize their body, mind, and spirit through redesigning what they believe is possible, not only for their health, but ultimately for their life and the lives of those around them. And one more thing that sets this course apart from all others is that once you enroll, there are no hidden fees, no limitations on the content that you can access up front, and no time restrictions. This means that once you purchase the program, it is yours period. End of story. There's no six or 12 month time limitations with a continuation fee waiting for you at the end. This is a go at your own pace course that you can continue to access as a lifelong resource that will prove to be an investment into your education, into your health and into your personal growth that will bear fruit for years to come. So you can find more information and enroll into the Holistic Health Mastery Program at www.holistichealthmastery.com. So today's show, I'm bringing on a very dear friend of mine, a colleague of mine, someone that has really been a beacon of light for so many people for over the last, you know, half a decade or so in the raw food world, in the natural health, natural nutrition world, online, um, through his public education, through his public speaking and events, workshops, and all the amazing things that he's doing to help educate people in the world about natural health using natural, organic, raw foods. His name is Steve Factor, and he's been a friend of mine for, I want to say, the last five years or so. 
he really helped create a bridge for me when I was in a transition in my life and also in my career from moving from one place to another. And he really extended a helping hand in a time when I really needed it. And it's been highly invaluable to me. And we've created this strong bond and friendship from it. What I really appreciate about Steve's message is that it's all inclusive. It includes everybody. It includes bringing people together, not segregating, not separating, not dividing people. But it talks about bringing people together through harmonizing us through our health journey. And that's not always something that we find in the health and nutrition communities. Oftentimes, people will get into a place of positionality where they're positioning themselves as an expert in a certain niche, and they have a banner to raise. They have a flag to raise, and oftentimes, cults and fads and Clicks get created, clubhouses get created, and people are attacking one another, and they're trying to defend their position. And Steve doesn't really do that. He just promotes a message of nature and love. That's essentially what he says his message is all about. And he operates with a state of high enthusiasm, high conviction, and really just comes from a place of having fun and cleaning up your body of the obstructive residues that have essentially silted us up over time and have inhibited us from expressing and experiencing our highest state of vitality and joy in life. And that's what I love about his message. It's unifying for all people, and it's highly inclusive, as I mentioned before. As I'm listening to this interview, I am actually having a lot of fun with it, and I think you're going to too, because as I said, Steve really invokes a quality of of excitement and enthusiasm that's highly contagious, and it will make you want to change certain patterns in your lifestyle and in your diet um, just because of the enthusiasm that he has for it. And I really appreciate him for that. So without further ado, let's bring on Mr. Steve Factor and enjoy. As a holistic health coach, detoxification specialist, and raw food chef, Steve has had the privilege of helping many people help themselves with the power of nature. In 2012, he graduated from the world's largest nutrition school, Institute for Integrative Nutrition. In 2015, he received training from the Matthew Kenny Culinary Academy. Having had one of the best experiences of his life, he went from being a simple chef to one that can make and plate a gourmet fine dining experience, and he is widely known as the pure energy chef. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. And I guess you got the bio that didn't have Dr. Morse in the International School of Detoxification, which we no doubt will get into. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for pointing that out for us. Yes. Happening, <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie Landis. Oh, oh, man. It's so, it's so good to have you on. And for everyone listening, me and Steve go way back. And uh, 
you know, there's a whole, all kinds of stories wrapped up in that of how we came together. And really, we've been able to really parallel each other's career path as speakers and nutrition and health advocates and coaches. It's been a really amazing journey to see you evolve and launch off from where you started from to, you know, affecting people all over the world. Well, thank you, brother. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with you as a fruitarian natural hygienist <laughs> uh, coming back around where um, I went for about two and a half years of mm-hmm. being fully raw, 100% raw, and I wasn't doing any salts, uh, very little on like garlic, uh, a nutritional yeast, I think, you know, was maybe a Saturday night special or something. <laughs> and, uh, and there was no oils or, or any of that. It was from the roots that I came from of 80-10-10. And I know that that was a huge transformation for me and I broke down a lot and uh, really into detoxification and cleansing and cleansing and cleansing. And when I got into a little bit more of the salts, which uh, you hooked me up with, and uh, minerals that everything that salt brings, um, my life got better. So there's some thanks I have to you, Ronnie Landis, who I am not only one, but many who see you as like a up-and-coming rising star who's so young and such a book of knowledge and and heartfelt and all of these things that people much older than you are just starting to do or not even doing at all in their life. So go on, Ronnie Landis. Right on, Steve. I really appreciate that. And you've been a really great affirming voice for me and my path and always encouraging me. And that's made a big difference. And I really like that dynamic that we can have with our friends and with our our colleagues and the people that we look up to where it's really not about competition. That's kind of an old model of, of operating. And it's really about collaboration. It's about cohesiveness, coexistence, and really helping one another because we're all really trying to say the same thing to people in our own unique little ways. And yeah. so I really appreciate the way that you've always been with not just myself, but the whole community of just affirming people, um, affirming their greatness so they can live the life that they want to live. Well, thank you for noticing that and pointing that out because in the end, and what I like to say often is the end all be all to it all is love. Mm -hmm. We could uh, talk about nutrition for hours and when it comes down to it, it's not just what we are eating, but what is eating us or not. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is love. And if we are in a perception of love, a love reality instead of a fear-based reality that so many are, we are going to flow more. And you know I'm about flow. And when I talk about flow, then comes to what my tagline is, pure energy. And pure energy is a state of who and what we really are at the core This is how my company was founded and this is the belief that we already are perfection at the core and we just need to remove that which is not us Mm. and we become more us. So so essentially it's kind of like Michelangelo pulling back the pieces of 
yes. the sculpture. So we don't add on to the sculpture. We're actually detoxifying excess layers of the onion so we can get to the core of who we are. Yes, that is the physical onion, the mental onion, and the bridge between the two, which is the emotional onion. Mm-hmm. And when in our society of obstructions that are like abstractions and we cannot take time to be with ourselves and we cannot take time to check in. This is why meditation is so helpful uh, because it gives us a time to check in. And this is part of the the program that, that I am putting out there of the seven day pure energy cleanse, which I definitely have. want to be talking about because I know you're going to dig it because you're all about nature. And so my compass is basically nature and love. Mm. Let's, um, I definitely want to talk, talk about that with you and have that, have you break that down for us. I really want to push the button on this point that you're bringing up. Um, just a little bit more about the, the mental, emotional body, not just the physical body, because, my experience with you is that you've really done a lot of work to allow your spirit, you could say, to come to the surface. And you've, you've done a lot of work on the emotional state and, and reprogramming your emotional state so you could come from a place of pure energy. I would, lo- <laughs> I would love for you to share with all of us kind of a little bit about what that process has looked like for you in terms of opening yourself up to who you really are, as you might say. Well, it is profound. And before I got into the raw food world, I was getting into the raw Steve world and getting raw and honest. And what came in the form of a bunch of men who loved me no matter what. And we got in these men groups and I learned how to cry in front of other men and say, I love you to other men. And this was a huge break of an obstruction that was blocking the flow. Mm. And as I got to not not love myself but be loved anyway, I got to one, then fall in love with me. And I got to fall in love with me, then I got to fall in love with all of you, everybody. And this was because I was loved before I could love myself and... That is such a powerful wall that had been broken and my process was a lot of tears and a lot of tears of gratitude and I became like this male crier and in touch with my femininity and I loved that because that was something I would more hide because men are taught this, that and the other that is more of a blocking and more of a box instead of a circle and I'm a creative circle I am a spiritual being. I am ignited with pure energy because I know who I am. And it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes. So it, good. I just, as, as you were speaking about that, I just thought about a lot of the conversations we used to have about the different talking heads in the diet and nutrition world and the vegan and raw food world. And um, although we really like a lot of the messages, oftentimes a lot of those messages come from a voice of somebody that doesn't appear to be totally happy 
They don't appear to be totally vibrant in terms of the radiance of their their personality. Sometimes they're coming off very aggressively, or they may even look kind of sick because there's some kind of emotional sickness. But even though they're doing raw food, or at least they're promoting the message anyways. So someone like you or maybe someone like me or other people that aren't interested in tearing down other people's toy box or their their sandcastle, I guess you could say. Um, we're actually interested in building our own from a place of love and gratitude. Um, my, I guess my question is that, do you find that since you did a lot of that emotional work ahead of time that it made your health transformation much more graceful? Oh, heck yes. I mean, well, first of all, it's like I was raw and uh emotionally with with like these men in my life and then i got raw with food and the raw like went to on steroids and <laughs> it, it like went to another level because there was less protection and then like before i met you and i was more into the lower fat and so with you you know i got to learn more about the minerals of, and the salts and the fats, the essential fatty acids and and the superfoods and then for sure the cacao, you know, Ronnie Landis and cacao go together. <laughs> and uh, then like and the macas and the gojis and then all of the mushrooms and the shaga and the reishi and all of this stuff that you've learned. And so you come from like the school, your guy is David Wolfe. And my guy is Dr. Robert Morse. And it's like, and for me, I love everybody. Like everybody's got something. And that's mm-hmm. the thing that part of um, that dogmaticism that you were talking about is like, it doesn't affect me so much because one, I know that they just want to be loved. They just want to be hugged. And this is their way of either getting some emotional release online or and or a way to help their business too by uh, attracting some of that stuff so i'm not like well who are you for steve are, are you for like are you for the herb camp are you for the <laughs> the superfood camp are you for the like the green camp and, and the wheat grasses and are you in the sprouts? Are you for the fruit family? Are, are you – where do you stand, Steve? And I'm like, I'm for them all. <laughs> they are <laughs> great. They all have a purpose. And isn't it great that we're all arguing about nature or some form extracted that is fairly close to its natural state mm-hmm. uh, called raw food, whether it's legally raw, technically raw, <laughs> 118 or under. I mean – True raw is really like you're pulling it out of the ground or off of a tree. That's raw, <laughs> you, know? Mm-hmm. you know. But so, but there's these gray areas of raw, you know. And I play in the gray areas of raw because my mentor Robert Morse talks about if detox is too much, have a cooked meal, mm-hmm. have a little bit of this. It's not about that. It's just when you're ready to go to the top of the mountain, well, you're going to hit the fruit hard. And me, I still believe like fruit is like the shizzle my nizzle. Like fruit is it. (laughs) Like if we at the end of the day, if we're talking anything in the food family in the nature world, it's going to like start, it's going to be and it's going to end in fruit if you're talking with Steve Vector. 
Okay, and clearly we are talking with Steve Factor, and um, I want to touch on this point. I think this is pretty. Yeah. This is an interesting um, idea. You mentioned reaching the top of the mountain. I'm not so sure um, everyone else might know what you mean by that. What, what, what's that look like? Okay, well, so that's a term that Dr. Morris uh, often talks about when you go to the top of the mountain, like where's the highest levels of cleansing. Mm-hmm. And, and so a lot of his studies come from uh, Arnold Eret, Professor Arnold Eret back in like the 10s and the 20s. Mucusless diet and rational fasting. Yes. And, and mm-hmm. so this guy is someone, uh, the Arnold Eret, who would do grapes for 20 days fast for 20 days on water exclusively and then he would go on grapes again for 20 days and he would just like walk through italy where you know back in those days grapes were real and, and grapes were awesome and and he was just like graping it and he one time had a great fast or no he had a water fast for about 20 days, 19 days or something, drank a quart of grape juice and had a bowel movement that was so, I I don't know what the words he used, but it was like horrific or something, (laughs) like the smell or the whatever from, he didn't know where because he's been on water, he's been doing all this fast and this is what I'm talking about. We, the farther we go up the mountain, the more we get rid of that which is not us and that could have been buried in his tissues well after he had that bowel movement he then had about um uh the surge of energy he said and he immediately did like 350 deep knee bends wow and if you know if anyone knows what a deep knee bend isn't uh it is basically you're touching your butt to your heels um and that's and then you stand back up again, and that's one. So think of three hundred and fifty. I mean, the energy that someone must have to do something like that is is serious. And so Dr. Morris, being inspired by this, is somebody who got onto raw foods, learned about it in his twenties, being a farm boy raised in Indiana, and he got into raw foods um, as a way to get closer to God. And as a way to get closer to finding himself and that peace and and all of that stuff. And so he learned about this and he was like, okay, started out uh, eating um, meat and potatoes and milk and all that grain and all this stuff, a farm boy. And he got into like vegetarianism and then veganism and then raw food and he was doing fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, which is primarily what raw food is. And then he took away the vegetables and did fruits and nuts and seeds, mostly fruits, a little bit of nuts and hardly uh, a little bit of seeds, excuse me, and hardly any nuts. And because uh, botanically, that's still a fruit, a nut or a seed is botanically considered mm-hmm. fruit. And so. He did this for a while, and then he took away the nuts and seeds and just did, like, juicy fruits uh, for three years. And and then the last six months, he did six months exclusively on navel oranges. Mm. And he went to the top of the mountain, and he had outer body experiences. He felt so light in his body, and... 
And this is uh, when I get into raw food because sometimes I go into the cooked world a little bit here and there. But when I get into raw and I'm raw for a while, I feel that raw energy. Mm. And, like, and I just felt it the other day and I'm like running up the stairs and something is pulling me up and it's not me. And it's, that's that pure energy because we're all connected and there's this like – we tap into like, you know, you talk about Yoda or like <laughs> you talk about like a Nicholas Tesla or Einstein and, mm. and the energy sources and, and the yogis and the sages and all of these, these people from our past and these myths and all of this mystics. And it, it, it gives us the opportunity to see what is possible when we're outside of the box that is usually created by us, which is usually that fear-based box. So Dr. Morris is someone who has climbed to the mountain, to the top of the mountain. He's someone who has seen what love is and what light is. And he's here on this planet to help people in a way that is... Uh, unlike anything that I have seen and who see him n- have seen either, and they're very attracted to him. Uh, he definitely does not stand for like money and corporation and, and, and all of that. Not to say he's against money or, or a corporation, or, but he's not like in the he, – he's not swayed. He's like more like instead of buy anything from me, go to a tree and pick from that tree and eat the fruit <laughs> it's there for you free go do that and you know he's more like that and that's where i am too and has him be my mentor i want to follow him as closely as possible and add in a little bit of the steve that is my razzmatazz which i like to call sugar salt and fat and abundance mm-hmm. and abundance mm-hmm. and <laughs> Go ahead. I was I was gonna say yeah let's uh, let's talk about that because I definitely was gonna bring that up um, okay that sugar salt and um, and fat in abundance idea is really interesting and you have your own unique spin on it so uh, let's dive into that yes well I say it at Whole Foods all the time or wherever I speak internationally as a raw food educator speaker chef holistic health coach and detoxification specialist is that if we want to be healthy, we need to eat sugar, salt, and fat in abundance. Abundance, I say. And, and uh, I, people usually look at me and go, is that guy crazy? Is it sugar, salt, and fat in abundance? Isn't, isn't that the stuff that is killing us? And it's like, no, I'm talking real sugar, real salt, and real fat. Real sugar comes in the form of fruit. Real salt, which is really sodium and all the other essential minerals, come from first green leafy vegetables, sea vegetables, rock salts, sea salts, the high-quality salts, not the fast food iodized table salt, and then fats from avocados and nuts and seeds and durians and coconuts and and all of these things, uh, we, and we can eat them in abundance, abundance, because I like to dance, 
And the reason I say abundance, because some people would say, isn't that like gluttony? Isn't that like the American way that got us into trouble in the first place? It's all we need to like discipline ourselves. We need to restrict. We need to be on a diet, which you taught me about the die in diet. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, we, we could live it. We could have it all in abundance because nature is abundant. And when we eat sugar, salt, and fat in abundance, if done right, because it could be done wrong, and I'll get to the right and the wrong. I don't really like right and wrong, but I'll say that has been proven to be successful and has been proven to be unsuccessful Mm -hmm. in a second. But it's like sugar, salt, and fat in abundance because it has all the water. Real food has all the water. Real food has all the fiber, has all the vitamins and minerals and and photons and phytonutrients and plyonutrients and this and that. The science wants to put a name, the enzymes, everything on the components of real food that when it hits our stomach, it sends a signal to our brain at the perfect time that, that not only are we full, but we're satisfied. And for me, I'd never been satisfied with food until I got into the raw world. Uh, satisfied would be... Uh, I'm not obsessing about food when I'm not eating it. Satisfied is like after I'm finished, I'm like not looking at your plate seeing if you got some more for me. I'm not (laughs) – satisfaction is like I'm totally good because I have been nutritionally fed. And before when I was eating all the hamburgers and hot dogs and pizzas and burritos and everything under the sun, not really the sun, under the fire grill, uh, (laughs) that – that was like killing me slowly. And I don't know if it was killing me softly, but it was killing me like slowly. <laughs> and so I am uh, someone who is a big proponent of raw food. Uh, I love Dr. Morris's simplicity and sugar, salt, and fat in abundance uh, done in a way that seems to work well is you start the day with the sugar. And this is what we do on the seven-day pure energy cleanse. It's like sugar. Mornings are sugar sugar mornings. We need sugar for fuel. I want to say something about sugar too because I know you have listeners that come from all walks of life and a lot of them are fruit-phobic. Hello, fruit-phobic fans. (laughs) We'd like to say hi to you and uh, you're hearing something very different now. You're going to hear about how sugar is so good for us. Uh, one, uh, diabetes. Uh, do not give the person fruit if they are diabetic. Well, first of all, and this sentence could put a whole industry out of business, fructose requires no insulin to get into a cell, but glu- glucose and lactose do. So fructose requires no insulin to get into a cell. So the problem with sugar, even the fruit sugar, are three things, or three or four things, I'll say. A lot of times people are into, um, they are de- getting detoxified for the first time, and the, the fruit is working them, and they do not feel good about it. Um, the other thing is fruit um, will, after it pulls the toxins, give so much energy to people that they don't know what to do with their anxiety, They don't know what to do with their restlessness. And this is why later on in the day we want to go to fats. Um, Fruit, the amount of hydration, the amount of flow 
that flows, uh, that causes in the body. It's like you're saying, okay, body, we know there's obstructions there, but we're about to flow because we're about to give you all this water. Fruit does not have too much sugar. Uh, greens don't have too much chlorophyll. And water is not too wet, as I like to sometimes say. Nature has made no mistakes. And then sometimes there is the hybrid thought of like, well, it's been hybridized and so it's sweeter. Well, one, everybody on this call is a hybrid. And nature very exclusively or uh, not too much is in its original form. But if fruit has more sugar now, then great. We need less of it. It'll be more efficient for, our, for each bite. Because sugar is not to be feared unless it's fake, unless it's processed, cooked, denatured. Uh, also, the problems where fruit come in are, one, if fruit um, is mixed with fats, mm-hmm. if fruit is mixed with grains, if fruits are mixed with proteins, if fruits are mixed with starches, if fruits are mixed with uh, processed, if fruits were mixed with anything cooked, if fruits were mixed with anything else, then the fruit will ferment, and then all bets are off on the power of fruit. Steve, let me let me touch on that for a second because you bring up an interesting point that I've thought about. Um, uh, you know, like issues like digestive issues, um, like candida and things of this nature. These have been things that I have looked at into like as deep as one could possibly go to pull out like all the variables going on in those subjects. Because oftentimes we do think that oh, it's because of the sugar, It's oh, it's because of this one thing that's causing the problem. But the reality is that it actually can be a complicated situation and it's different depending on the person. So I share your perspective that, um, like, for example, fruit does not cause candida. That's totally ridiculous. Um, what I do find, though, is that when it comes to a lot of these digestive Issues a lot of times it's the over or it's the consistent habit of miscombining foods. Yeah, for sure, food combining is crucial, and this is why uh, what I was saying with the fruit, we do not want the fruit to ferment. Fruit is the royalty. Fruit is the king and the queens and the god and the goddesses of fruit. Fruit comes off of these things called trees. I mean, like vegetables are cool and all; they kind of go down in the ground a little bit and kind of come up a little bit. But there are these things called trees, okay, <laughs> that are like they hold some, their roots sometimes hundreds of feet into the ground and, and their branches up in the sky hundreds of feet sometimes. And off of these things come nature's candy, and the colors of the rainbow called fruit. To me, fruit, as far as food goes, is God's greatest gift. And, and to have that, and we were made for fruit, we were like, homo sapiens and we're frugivorous and and we look at the primates and we're very much like them and and you look at them you know and there's the people say yeah but the gorillas sometimes or the monkeys sometimes eat this they like try to find the thing that to make their point (laughs) so that they can still eat meat or they can still eat whatever and it's like but the deal is is that if you do it quote unquote right or the way that has been proven as success and that is you do not combine fruit. You're going to feel it. And when you feel it, you're going to know it. And it doesn't matter who said what about when. Who cares what video or book? I mean, it's all cool and stuff. 
But when you feel it in your body, you know it. And you, that's when you feel the pure energy and you're like, hell yeah. I feel like I could run up steps and something is carrying me up. I feel like I could love everybody and it's like I don't even know them but I just feel this open energy, that pure energy because there's an unobstructedness and this has got to come first and foremost from fruit. That is the detoxifier, the astringent on, on toxins that pull toxins out of the body. And you put most people on fruit straight up. They will lay down, clown. They will lay down like Jimmy Brown. I mean, they they will like be in bed is what I'm talking about. They will be like whatever issue they got in health will come to the surface because fruit is not causing the problem. Fruit is pulling up the problem. Okay. So on, so on that note, um, because what you're saying, what I'm getting is that if you monomeal fruit as a detox strategy to cleanse yourself – it might be like climbing to the top of the mountain, but you may not be ready to climb to the top of the mountain. So I think that's why you created this seven, this seven step strategy that people can incrementally get themselves to the top of the mountain, right? See, Ron, Ronnie, this is what makes you a great interviewer. See, that, that's perfectly where I wanted to go. <laughs> you just laid it out just like that because you're in the flow. And I know how much your flow has increased, mm-hmm. you know, over the years and that in it's, Hawaii. It's all about flow, bro. I know. <laughs> it's like it is. So, yes. So the seven-day pure energy cleanse, well, all seven days. That, okay, we have the seven-day pure energy cleanse, days one through seven. And all of them, we do fruit till noon. That's just one through seven. But top of the mountain is actually day four, where it is all fruit. It is all fruit, including at night a fruit soup. Well, what kind of fruits do you typically recommend? I recommend to anybody their favorite fruits, number okay. one. Mm-hmm. That's number one. But two, it's typically like in season, organic, hydrating. You know, sometimes it's like, well, is it a this or is it a that? And it's like they all got something great. But when you get into like detoxification, you want to – top of the mountain is going to be like dark grapes. Okay. That's going to be – and real grapes, by the way, everybody, and Ronnie knows this very well, is they have seeds in them. <laughs> Once upon a time <laughs> – you know, so, um, you know, they had seeds in them. Well, they still do. Sometimes you can find them and the dark organic grapes are going to be like number one in moving the lymph. And this is why detox is so important. So uh, day four, we usually start out with uh, – wa- every day starts out with water and lemon. Spring water, which is another thing Ronnie Landis taught me about. The value, the, the, the greatness of spring water. I was like, what's the best water? Is it this or that? And it's like, no, it's the one that's closest to nature. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that, that makes so much sense. Nature's faucet. So good. Oh, nature's faucet. Blessed. I mean, you don't miss the water till it's gone. But when you start to get raw, your gratitude goes up yes. big time for all of these things because – there's less obstruction blocking you from the real gratitude that you are and, and to feel it, you know. And so we have top of the mountain is day four. Uh, we, so if we start at the base of the mountain, it's basically days one and seven. 
one and seven or the base of the mountain, they typically end in a salad with some kind of nuts and seed uh, dressing, some kind of thickness that can kind of replicate cooked food. So this is a problem with a lot of raw foodists is they go to the fats, they go to the nuts, they go to the seeds, and they're still eating the acids, which nuts and seeds mostly are. And so I like them. They have benefits to us. But when I say abundance, I mean abundance in sugar, salt, and fat. Sugar first. And so, and fat last. And abundance is, I believe in fats. I, I love the fats. When we want to ground down, when we want to chill, and we want to get that comfort, we want to go to the fats, and we love that. But fruit first. But on days one and seven, we'll go with the fats, the heavier fats, the denser. And I, I have a, a ranch dressing that is unbelievable and a Caesar dressing that is unbelievable. What I like to call is raw, flip, ridiculous. Like you, people taste it. They say it's the best ranch in their life, the best Caesar they've ever had in their life. And I'm like, hell yeah. I feel it. When I eat it, I'm like, oh, my God. I made this. I created this like by going to Matthew Kenny Culinary Academy. I learned this kind of stuff. By going to Sun Cafe classes from Ron Russell, I got to learn this stuff. And then all these raw chefs out on the internet. And, and then I got to feel it myself and say, a little bit more of this, a little less of that, a little bit of that. <laughs> it's just like, and then you just, you put this mix together. And I used to mix music. And now I mix uh, blenders. I do the blender boogie. <laughs> I mix all this food. I was a nightclub DJ for 15 years. And, um, and now I'm just uh, from mixing records to, to mixing fruits and vegetables and blenders, um, but not the vegetables that, that uh, don't mix bad with fruits. So, so this is where lunch comes in. So we typically do like fruit in the morning and start off with a lemon water. Then we'll have orange juice and we might, we might want to put a green powder in like a – uh, maybe a sun chlorella, which I just did a, a raw book for, I developed recipes for them, um, or a spirulina powder or some kind of like superfood. I'm into that. And it, it tastes really good with orange juice. And to get that OJ flush, you just kind of start your day after the lemon water with that. And then then on um, the Pure Energy Cleanse, we go into the mono fruit. So whatever fruit you're digging – you're loving that fruit for this time of the year. You want to add it. It's one fruit. You go and you eat it. And you eat it until you're done eating it. You eat as much as you want. You don't stop. There's no hunger on this cleanse. There's no hunger allowed on this cleanse. If you want <laughs> hunger, go to another cleanse. <laughs> this, this one has no hunger. This is a bun dance. And we're going to have fun and we get to eat. And this is why people love this cleanse is because there's no deprivation, no dye it we will live it with sugar salt and fat in abundance so um when we come up to um after the mono meal then we have a fruit pudding which is usually a banana date base and some kind of frozen berry blended together in a beautiful like pudding and it just tastes so good especially if you get the bananas ripe 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 i said it three times so people could hear the difference between a unripe and ripe banana is significant. Bananas are one of the few foods that increase in energy as they age, and they go from a starch, which we do not want, to a sugar, which we do want. And so we want them brown spotted. 
Then when you mix those with dates, a lot of people don't know this, those protein people who like cannot understand that we have plenty of protein. <laughs> we do. We really do. But for those who still want more protein or to know that they're having their protein in some way, shape, or form, banana and date together make a complete protein. There you go, you guys. You have your complete protein. Boom. So banana date is the base of the pudding uh, with the uh, berries and then at lunch, now this is where the salt comes in. We do uh, around lunchtime, we do the same banana date base, that same complete protein, but now we add some serious protein. Now we're on like, we're going into amino acidville. Okay, we're going <laughs> into some serious pot by the sailor man. You're, you're, you're damn right, it's spinach. Is spinach and uh, not in the can because he was doing it wrong there. We want fresh spinach and or kale, chard, broccoli, collards, the deep dark green leaves. Uh, all of these stuff is so great in the amino acid uh, world. Uh, and this is protein. Like human beings can't even use protein at all anyway until they're broken up into amino acids. Fruits have a lot of amino acids, and greens have a lot, a lot, a lot of amino acids. And so this is where you can build. And this is now, you're not really in the top of the mountain these days when you're hitting the greens. You're, this is as far as detoxification. This is more of the building. And again, this is the bridge. We're on days one and seven. And we do this on days uh, two and six as well. And three, four, and five are more kind of toward the top of the mountain. But we basically, it goes from heavy to light to the top of the mountain. It goes from dehydrated with those like nuts and seeds and stuff to hydrated uh, to the top of the mountain. It goes from uh, acid, amino acid rich to more alkaline um, with the fruits uh, even though the greens do give alkalinity for sure, even more so than fruits. Um, but the the if you're getting ripe fruits, and this is key, ripe fruits, which so many people don't get, including myself, sometimes at the grocery store, they're picked too early because uh, they're trying to make money, a, a longer shelf life, and, and things like this. And we want to get into the ripe uh, fruits. Where, it's, real quick, where do you recommend that people can get a really good source of ripe fruit? It's I don't know the whole world. You know, everybody has their their ways. Like farmers uh, markets mostly. Yeah, in L.A. for me, it's it's farmers market would be uh, number one. Uh, whole Foods and uh, Sprouts and Trader Joe's they're kind of like a farmers market. They like they go into business, so they're like you might get it a day or two later. You, you know, it's a little uh, less, but you start to, you get your favorites and the way to do it, and this is the greatest news of all, is that your taste can lead the way. Mm -hmm. So when I make green smoothies, I have ripe uh, bananas and dates and I have the greens and I put some, uh, this yellow ice that I, that's also called frozen mango. <laughs> and it's like this yellow ice and, and I put those three together, those three fruits and I put in some greens it's so good. It's like I'm, I'm having the sugar and I'm having the salt and I'm having all of this freshness that's the chlorophyll. 
It's like not only are they rich in aminos, but that chlorophyll, which is so refreshing to us, so alkalizing because our problem is so acid. So we want to get into more alkalinity. And so when we get into the green world, it, it's so high in the alkalinity, we start to balance. And then we have better poos because we're at, <laughs> we, we actually are getting not only soluble fiber, which helps take everything out that you're eating, but insoluble fiber, which helps everything you're, help, that's going out that you're eating. And it grabs some stuff along the walls that have been there for, for five years 10 years or, or something like that, that mucoid plaque, this is how you get a lot of colons. You, you, you can get free colons by doing green smoothie cleanses. You, you will get a, a total like uh, a, a goodness depending on how long you go and how many greens you start to consume. And then when we go at night, and this is why I say that this is right, because uh, at night and then we go into the salads and the fats. And the reason why I say it, this is the right way or this is the way that seems to succeed is because it's about flow, right? So fastest cars go first. We have these lanes, right? We have all these tubes and capillaries and vessels and pathways that carry information from one point to another. And when we are flowing, it feels great. When there's an obstruction, it does not feel good. There's some sort of dis-ease. And the American Medical Association has about 20,000 different names for those things. <laughs> that it all really comes down to you have obstructed the flow. You have inflamed yourself with acidity. <laughs> this is like the, what's really happening to the world. And when we come back to nature, we get more flow. So we fastest cars first. Fruit is the fastest car. Oh yeah. But be- so when you say fastest car, do you mean like the transit time from when it goes from your mouth all the way out the uh, the other end it processes the quickest? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So this is the, this is the fastest. This is the most hydrating. Sometimes we don't even have to ask it, what about this food? What about that food? Should we do this food? Should we do that food? Let's just ask ourselves one question. Is it hydrating or is it not? Mm-hmm. If it's hydrating, it's going to be good for us. It is going to be good for us. It will be good for us. There's no other way around it, for sure. It will be good yeah, for us. Because mo- most issues are actually like a dehydration. I've never met anybody who is too hydrated ever. <laughs> I've heard of somebody dying because they got a little silly or something, but with like water all at one time. But I've never met anybody who was like chronically too hydrated. You need to dehydrate, <laughs> ma'am. You know <laughs> that has never that has happened never. Um, so, so yes, fruit is the most hydrating, and uh, we want that water rich food. Uh, uh, fruits, berries, and melons, grapes, berries, and melons. Dr. Morris always talks about that. And there's really hydrating. And then there's the whole citrus world. And I like to get citrus ridiculous with citrus because it is so detoxifying, especially lemons. Mm. That's why they got the, the lemon, the lemon aid diet or the master cleanse and, and, and that craze that was going on because those lemons are moving the lymph and that's what, that's what needs to be moved. So, so before I get in, let me, I want to get into the lymph and I want to get into the transit. So let me finish the transit. The transit is 
fruit, fastest. Then we got into fruit and a little bit of uh, leafy green vegetables, which seem to go okay with fruit. It actually does. Victoria Butenko, Green Smoothie Queen, she came up with this idea of green smoothie. It seems to work, and it's also transitional. It's not the top of the mountain, but it's a great transition for a lot of people that need to get alkalized, they need to get fiberized, and they need to get chlorified and, and alkalized and, and all of this stuff that the greens give. And But that slows down transit a little bit. So we want those cars to go second. And then at night, we have the rainbow of other green leafy vegetables and other rainbow-colored vegetables and then fats. And this is where we ground down. The fats are the slowest cars. Those are like the trucks. We want them to be behind us. And they give like a slow IV drip through the night. And the idea is to eat as early as you can before bed without being hungry before you go to bed. That's the idea. And you start to work on that time and you start to get earlier and earlier where there's less food. You sleep deeper and deeper once you're asleep. But if you're a little bit hungry before bed, you might not sleep so good. So you want to try to eat enough. Uh, late enough so you can go to bed, but early enough to try to have the food digest as much as possible, which is already raw food is digesting good anyway, but it's going to even digest more. You're going to go into a deeper sleep. And the whole thing about cleansing is really rest. So sleep is essential. Um, but I want to talk about like the, the lymph for a second because mm-hmm. this is like where it seems to be overlooked by a lot of people in a lot of different uh, raw modalities even but definitely the natural world definitely 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 the allopathic world and that is the lymphatic system like moving the lymph and this is where healing begins because we are 100 trillion cells. I don't know how they come up with that number. I don't know why it's not 99.8 million or why is it, it's actually 100 trillion. Whatever it is, it's a lot of cells. And there's two fluids, inter- interstitial fluids. That is the blood and the lymph. The blood makes out about 25% and the lymph about 75%. The blood is the kitchen. This is what feeds the cells. We feed our faces food, and then the blood gets fed. Uh, the blood then uh, gets fed, and then the blood feeds the cells. That's the kitchen. The cells eat. The cells also poop, all 100 trillion of them. And this is, they poop into the lymphatic system. If the lymphatic system is stagnant, blocked, then there starts to become this backup. And we get interstitially, lymphatically backed up, which is a coined term, uh, a term coined by Dr. Robert Morse. And so interstitial lymphatic backup is the cause of health problems. We need to move the lymph first. Then we start to filter our kidneys. We start pissing in a jar and we can start to see it's cloudy because we're filtering out those toxins. We're getting rid of that stuff. Then our adrenals build and all else starts to balance. But it must start with the lymph, the sewer system of the body. And to give another illustration, if we look at all of the cells like fishes, little fishies, 100 trillion of them in this big fish tank, 
and the fish tank is all cloudy, well, and murky, everybody is saying, feed the fish this, vaccinate the fish, <laughs> give, give the fish a, a superfood, give the fish a wheatgrass, give the fish a this, give a fish the that. And Dr. Moore's school is like, clean the fish tank, mm-hmm. <laughs> clean the flipping fish tank and the, and the fish will be fine. The fish will recover. And then like, like, you know, I take superfoods. I love superfoods. I like the cacao and the maca and goji. I just moved into my new pad and, and like, those were like the three that I went to maca, uh, goji and cacao, uh, were my three. And uh, cacao has a lot to do with you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I know it does. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I have those three. But one of the things is like when you start to detoxify, and your body's absorption level goes up. See, there's there's four there's four things that happen when we feed ourselves food. There's digestion. There's absorption. There is utilization. Some call it assimilation. And then there's elimination. Mm-hmm. Those are the four processes. And so when we start to clean the obstructions, when we remove the obstructions and cause more flow, we start to digest better. We start to absorb more of what we digest. We start to utilize and assimilate that which we absorbed and more so. And we start to then eliminate that which is not us. That's the whole thing with pure energy. That's the whole thing with getting rid of what is not us. We get rid of it in the bathroom. We get it through our skin lymphatically. We get rid of it in uh, personal stories of negativity that are holding us back because we're still a victim. Or we're, you know, That's a whole other subject. Uh, that's part of the pure energy cleanse too because I have seven holistic health practices that are, being, uh, that are talked about too. Uh, how are we doing on time? We're good. We got we got some time to flow. Okay, so the seven holistic health practices. I mean, th- these practices are life changing. These are life changing practices, and they have nothing to do with food. As I, I don't care what you're eating. You just do these seven holistic health practices a little bit. These are part of the seven day pure energy cleanse, and this is something that your life will improve. It cannot not happen. <laughs> okay. So, uh, number one, um, uh, we talk about the sun. We talk about that big battery in the sky, 93 million miles away. That thing that is responsible for life. That is thing that is energy. That thing that is some serious flipping energy. I mean, it is so hot. There's so much energy coming out of that bright, beaming star that is feeding its energy to Mother Earth, which is the second holistic health practice, Earth. So so with the sun, we want to eat more sun food and we want to get more sunshine. We need to be in a little more sun. We need to be a little more friendly with the sun. Um, I had, I come from a family, excuse me, I don't, never had, they all had skin cancer. I used to burn all the time. I used to put sunscreen on all the time. Uh, reapply when necessary. Used to play basketball outdoors a lot. And everyone had 
uh, skin cancer. When I went raw, I never needed sunscreen again. My skin is like butter. And that is because I have alkalized my body. I eat my sunscreen. I eat avocados. I eat cucumbers. I eat things that are great for the skin. This is the sunscreen, the natural sunscreen. We also want to be in the sun. Uh, Typically, the times of the day, and this is very Mayan thinking, we want to be in the sun when our shadows are longer than our height. And so uh, that's kind of like the beginning and the ends of the days are better times to be in the sun, especially at the beginning when you're new to sun. So respect the sun. Uh, Typically wild uh, animals uh, are usually siestaing or playing around in the trees in the middle of the day. And then they're kind of active out and about in the, excuse me, while a plane flies by one moment. Uh, they're out and about, um, typically in at, at dawn and at dusk, and maybe a couple hours before into each of those. Uh, so more sunshine, more earth, okay? We have this thing, Mother Earth, that has electrons, negative ions that can balance the positive ions in the world of the electromagnetic radiation that is so prevalent. If anybody speaks on a cell phone, holds it up to their ear, and takes off their shoes and steps into a forest, for instance, the electromagnetic energy from that phone will diminish, the radiation, excuse me, will diminish because the people are grounded, their feet are on the earth. The earth is living. And so I have like an earthing bed with earthing sheets. I am right now doing this interview Skype with Ronnie Landis, looking at beautiful Mother Earth in my backyard at the Pure Energy Cottage. My feet are touching the earth. They're grounded on the earth. And I'm actually in bliss right now because I am with the mother, Mother Earth. Mm. And so we want to ground down. A lot of anxiety is due to the ungrounding. We need to ground down. This is why I like fats, and I like them at fats at night, because they ground us down, ready for sleep. We want to be, it's okay. We want to soothe then. This is uh, faster, fastest cars first, slowest grounding last, we want to ground down. A lot of raw food has come in. I was definitely one of them where I was all up in the trees. <laughs> well, I have now balanced myself. I'm up in the trees and grounded. I have this heaven and earth going on because of the balance, more balance in my life as I grow and as I'm willing to see myself and see my flaws and laugh at my shortcomings and, and see how I could do better and see when I get angry and how silly I can be sometimes and how the ego gets in the way of the flow and all of this stuff is the dynamic and the, the beauty of life. And so I get to experience more of that. And right now I'm feeling that while I'm talking about grounding <laughs> in my backyard, my new place, which I love, Pure Energy Cottage. So um, that's one and seven. Day two and six, we talk about water and we talk about air. So water, and again, Ronnie Landis told me about the, 
the values of spring water and and eating more water as well we want to eat our water this is comes in the form of fresh fruit and vegetables and raw food is very hydrating uh, but uh, Ronnie was telling me a lot about spring water and and how it comes from the earth and and that it's so important to get hydrated uh, as we age, we typically we dry up, we shrivel up, we get old, we get wrinkly. This is all due to dehydration, acid. When we have too much acid, acidosis leads to dehydration. Dehydration leads to acidosis. This is where most people's paths go. These things increase over time and they try to get it with eight glasses of water a day while they're like dehydrating the heck out of and and they're like you know because somebody nutritionist might have said it on tv or something and it's like it's but like they're still eating food that's dehydrating them exactly it's like it's like but i'll have you know and i'm i'm glad that they are you know because we both know that the, the solution to dilution is uh, no to pollution is dilution <laughs> right yeah we both heard that one, and so um, we um, we so we want to hydrate more. We want to get more wet. We want to get more just just flow hydration. Water is flow. There's a whole thing with water and uh, Doctor Emoto and and these uh, the vibrations of water. And if we think about like the vibration of fruit, for instance, versus the vibration of meat. You know, I mean, which one's higher? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it's not even, you know, you're talking like a dead carcass that did not want to die, wanted to live and knew what was happening and felt all the pain and probably lived a horrific life. And then we eat that (laughs) or we eat off of the trees like we we eat skittles <laughs> for the trees. It's like which one do we eat? You know, nature's candy. We 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 eat this hydrating rainbow of love and goodness, and and so we want more water, more hydrating. Meat dehydrates, you know, amongst many many other things, and then we also want to uh, get into the air, uh, the second most important nutrient is the uh the oxygen is like around us and so we want to start to work on our breathing and do these breathing exercises where you know i like to a lot of times have a certain amount of number of uh seconds that i breathe in and then a certain amount of seconds that i hold it and then a certain amount of seconds that i exhale the breath and a second, a certain amount of seconds that I leave that exhale without taking my next breath. And those numbers change over time through my detoxification and through my life. But this kind of breathing, of controlled breathing, we start to breathe deeper. We start to get more into our lungs. We take deeper breaths. We start to get into what humans have a symbiotic relationship with, and that is plants. We get around plants. We get around trees. Uh, the reason why they have such a symbiotic relationship with humans is because plants give off oxygen and take in carbon dioxide. 
and humans give off carbon dioxide, which are taken in by the plants, and take in oxygen, which are given off by the plants. This is why when you go into like Canada, like a Vancouver forest, which I've been in, and you just start, you take a breath, it's a different breath than in LA where I live, for instance. Mm -hmm. There is like a a breath of like, you have an oxygen tank on or, or something like that, it seems. And so we want to be around more plants as we increase our, uh, our digestion and our absorption, our utilization and our elimination through the four processes of food, we will start to absorb more oxygen. Yes, we will start to like the same oxygen in LA that I'm breathing, I'll start to get more oxygen from the whole thing. And I'll start to get rid of the carbon dioxide quicker because my body will become more efficient because I'm in alignment with nature. And this is why it's so awesome to be a raw foodist because we are one of almost 9 million species and we're the only ones who think of cooking our food. And <laughs> even though every time we cook our food, our white blood cell go, comes out, uh, goes up. And yet when we... We're the only ones in the world that are in a health crisis. Mm-hmm. And we start to like say, oh, maybe because when we put fire to food, it changes things. You cannot deny that. The question is, is like, does that change matter or not? Or does it help? And in some instances, they, they out there have found that it does help because this thing goes up or this nutrient goes up because you cook it and it becomes more readily available or this or that. And one of the things they talk about is like lysopene and ketchup. Like, and I don't know anybody lysopene deficient, <laughs> yet Heinz will say, <laughs> we, we got lysopene here. You know, this is – if you cook, you get more lysopene and – you know what's funny about that, Steve, and it's um, the the lycopene that you're that you're uh, referencing. Um, yeah. That molecule is actually what gives like a watermelon or a tomato its red color. Yes. Um, and I always found that hilarious because, first of all, that never even made sense to me uh-huh. um, because, like, you know, <laughs> this the a tomato is not the sum of its parts. Like, it's more than one thing. Just like coffee is not just caffeine. Like, there's a whole bunch of other stuff there, right? Exactly. So, so we have this whole reductionist thing where we want to deduct every little molecule and then say, okay, it's the lycopene. Um, whereas there's probably about a thousand different chemical reactions going on. And who's to say that the other things that cooking damages in that tomato aren't the very thing that makes the lycopene work in the first place? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, so right. So there's like this lysopene goes up, but how many other things go down? Right. <laughs> like, and, and why are we not talking about that? Oh, cause you're marketing it. Okay. I get it. You're, you're, you're selling lysopene to people that may be lysopene deficient. <laughs> I, I don't know anybody who, who is, but it, it's a clever marketing thing. It, and this is, you know, this is where Yoda comes in again. And he, you know, he talked about, we must unlearn what we have learned. Mm. And, you know, we, we really got to like get into back into source, which is in us, the unobstructed us that is pure energy. So as we climb up the mountain, we have the, um, we have the sun, we have the earth, we have the water, we have the air. 
which are basically the four elements, except because we're not using fire, which is one of the elements, we instead we use the sun, which will kick fire's ass any day of the week anyway. <laughs> the sun is like fire times one million billion gazillion. And so <laughs> the sun is fire. So um, anyway... Um, and, and I say we don't do fire because we're raw foodists. So um, then we go up the mountain a little bit more, and now we get into action and actionless uh, steps of holistic health practices. And the first one is movement, and the next one is stillness. So movement. Uh, we want to move more. We want to dance more. We want to play more. We want to bop and hop and skip, rattle and roll and act more like kids and little animals and, and start moving our bodies more. We're so sedentary. Most of us sit in offices and are sitting at a computer or at a, on a sofa or in a car. And it's like, we need to move more. We are moving beings. We are human and we, we want to move our bodies. That creates flow, uh, circulation, strength, flexibility. Uh, sensitivity in the feelings of everything because you're more in touch because there's more flow. There's so many values to movement, uh, releasing that which is not you through excess weight and um, movement, uh, toning muscles, movement, movement, move, uh, endorphins. Uh, these are happy molecules. You to jump up down five or ten times, you just increase endorphins. You will get a little happier. You cannot not get happier if you're not feeling good and you jump up ten times in a row, unless you got like a broken leg or something. But if you jump up ten times in a row, you will get happier. Okay? Just like uh, if you go... And you're not feeling so good and you step barefoot into a forest, you're going to feel better. There's no way it's not going to happen. It just will. You will see it. It's as sure as gravity. <laughs> you can even try to prove me wrong. It's just like it's going to happen because the earth, the mother's got you. <laughs> you know, the mother is like grounding you and feeding you the electrons through your bare feet. You know, so movement. And then stillness. Well, in this anxious society we live in, we want a little bit more stillness, a little bit more om, a little more quietness, a little more meditation. Uh, stillness could also be part of a, a good sleeping routine. And we want to settle down a little bit. And this is key when we start to settle down. Because we start to know more. And as I'm lowering my voice, I'm hearing more of the birds. And it's a little more quiet. And I feel a little more peaceful inside of me as my voice is like it is. And this is the part of the grounding, the part of the stillness that is missing in a lot of people's hectic, busy lives. And then when we go from stillness, movement, water and air, sun and earth, we have the seventh, the top of the mountain, the end-all, be-all, to-it-all, which is love, L-O-V-E, baby. You know, and that's what I started the conversation with, is like, it's not just what we're eating, but what is eating us. 
and love is the end-all, be-all to it all. If you're on this diet, if you're holding your nose, having wheatgrass, if you're whatever you are, you are shooting yourself in the foot. You must come to a place of acceptance and embracing this new life of yours. If you don't, you might not have hit your proverbial bottom yet. You may still be needing to dig a little bit more to find that bottom. You might, you might not need a little bit more illness. You might need one more prescription given to you by a doctor. You might have one more day of feeling sick and tired of sick and tired. But when you come back to Mother Nature, she's got you. She loves you. She's ready for everyone. I'm, I'm talking to the world right now because I know Ronnie has put this on podcast. And it's like the mother loves us. The mother wants to nurture us. She's given us these gifts called fruit. She's given these gifts called herbs, which are green leafy vegetables. She's given this gifts of mushrooms and flowers and these nuts and seeds and all of this natural, the greenery and, and the waters, and, and they're for us to love and embrace and take care of. And when we take care of it, we start to feed ourselves natural foods in their natural state. We will feel natural results, which is love, light, and pure energy. And this is, this is it, brother. This is what I do. This is what I love. This is my passion. And I, I mean, I could talk for three, four, five more hours about this right now. I'm just getting started. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's a great place to get started and really incredible conversation. I really appreciate your passion and all the just the enthusiasm that you bring to your work and you bring into other people's lives. And yeah, I really just uh, totally support you and appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Love you. And, uh, everything you do and it's it, it's so good so yeah so for uh, you know anybody who wants to find me pureenergyfactor.com uh steve factor on facebook um very active there um i am looking forward to getting a youtube series started uh where i make uh, recipes on a regular basis and and have a members section on my website where I'm giving out recipes. And I'm a gourmet raw chef where I go to people's homes. I, I private chef for people, cater parties. Uh, I'm also a detoxification specialist and holistic health coach. And uh, so I help people get out of their own way through food and through living it within the laws of nature and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So pureenergyfactor.com? Yeah. I coach people one-on-one. I do group coaching. I even do a premier coaching program where I talk to people for three months, 90 days, every single day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Those are the people that's like they're not going to stick their toe and dip their toe into the water. They're like diving in. And they know it's not so much like they're going to learn so much from me because, yep, I know some stuff. But I'm really going to like reteach people what they already know because nature is going to be our guide and so is love. But it's more for the accountability for those people who have tried to do raw or have tried to do whatever in their life and they keep falling back. 
well, the number one thing is they seem to need that day-to-day. And a lot of coaches, including me, have a one once-a-week kind of program, and some do it once every two weeks. Well, I have my premiere is like we're talking at least 10 minutes every single day and two times a week for uh, a longer period than that. And, and then the email and then all the recipes, uh, all my creations that I've learned, I, I give them those recipes and it's just, you know, for someone who wants to get their life to another level and they've tried this way, they've tried what I like to call the herbivore protocol, like, and they just couldn't be satisfied on the greens. They tried the raw food way, but they did all these fats and dehydrated stuff. And they went all to these raw food restaurants and couldn't understand why they weren't feeling better. <laughs> and they did not stick out the fruit. And that's the thing is like fruit, it it does not play. Fruit is the top of the mountain. Fruit is like number one in detoxification. There's such a thing as fruit surgery, which people you get on fruits operating table and it will start to operate on you. And so I help people through that uh, and communication is of, of the essence. And so I make myself available for people by not offering this program to too many people. So, uh, yes, I, I, it's a minimal amount of people that can do the premier program. And then I do talks at uh, corporations and schools and uh, ready to launch my YouTube uh, on another level. I should say not launch it, but, but take it to another level. And I honestly see me being on some kind of TV or movie or or. or something in front of a camera or behind a microphone on a major level because uh well that's i love doing that i I love performing i love being in front of people i'm a leo we we seek attention but i'm also cancer moon and rising so i have a lot of love and i'm a good listener (laughs) haha so which uh which i know you are too which is so awesome especially at your age and with everything you know hmm it's so good. That that's like a, a big sign of maturity. I'm I'm doing all the talking this interview because I'm supposed to, <laughs> but but I could also keep quiet too. So you know, it's like it's so awesome that you know. I, part of the reason I think I'm a speaker is because I was never given a chance to speak up when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I had so much in me. And I know you can relate to that, Ronnie, that you just want to like now give out and, and, and just, and, you know, when we're on stage and we're speaking, it's just, there's nothing like it and the connection with the audience. And, and then, and, and then we start to like come up with new ideas for the first time while we're on stage. And then we like say them for the first time. We're like, damn, that was <laughs> that. Hello, just came through. That was cool, and then, then and we just see people's reaction, and, and the whole community comes together. It's so beautiful. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, wow. Um, so, everyone listening, clearly, you can see why Steve has the the nickname Pure Energy. He's just on that overflow of energy, that overflow of uh. love, gratitude, abundance, joy, enthusiasm, and. You know, that's that's really what that's all about in, in my eyes, and, and that's why I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, there's a lot of insightful points. A lot of our teachings are both paralleled 
um, along each other and the core principles that we teach from. So I really appreciate you being on and everybody listening. I really appreciate all of you tuning in to this episode. Every Everyone that's tuned in from the very beginning. Thank you so much for your attention and placing value on this podcast. And thank you for joining us for this episode with our special esteemed guest, Steve Factor, otherwise known as the Pure Energy Chef. And one more time, can you give your website for everybody? Sure. It's www.woofroofroof. If you guys can hear the the dog in the background, uh, www.pureenergyfactor.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Ronnie. Uh, And everyone else, thank you so much. And we will catch you on the next episode. I'm wishing all of you mucho aloha.